0: you found the Out of the Ordinary Podcast, where we help you grow a daily life that matters. I'm Christy Purifoy. And
1: I am Lisa Jo Baker, and we are actually smack dab in the middle of a fun series called Gift a Daily Life That Matters, because we're just helping you check some things off your list before the crazy of December kicks in so you can enjoy your hot chocolate more than your shopping. (laughs)
0: That's right. And I think we have some great toys,
1: or actually tools, or are they toys? I don't know. Maybe they're both. Ooh, grown-up toys and tools. This week, we're talking about gifts for the home. So, get comfy. Here we go.
0: Okay, Lisa Joe. now I'm putting you on the spot as we begin this (laughs) week's conversation. Tell me... And I actually, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm not, I'm not positive. Tell me, are you the kind of woman who would be pleased to open a Christmas gift from your beloved, from your husband, and find um, a practical home or kitchen gadget a tool, something for like housekeeping. Would you be pleased,
1: or would you be pretty upset? Okay, you have to answer it because you made me lost time. You're like friendship <laughs> test time. <laughs> I I think
0: I think if it were the, if it were thoughtful, then you would that you would like that that you
1: like practical. Useful yes, ding gifts. ding ding. Correct, ah! you are. Especially if it's <laughs> something that's combined, something practical, but it might be like. The more expensive because it's more beautiful version of that practical thing. Ah, So, for example, one year, I really wanted a plug-in kettle, but there was this beautiful ceramic one with these gorgeous flower designs on it. And Peter had to actually go out to the store. I think Macy's carried it. And he went and found it and bought it. Mm. Or another year, he got me a phone case, which is totally practical, which I needed but he got a pattern that's cherry blossom trees, which is my absolute favorite. Mm. And weirdly enough, I had actually seen that on Amazon, bookmarked it, sent it to Peter. And so when I opened it, I said, oh, you got what I wanted. And he said, no, I was so mad you sent me that link because I had already bought that for you. Aww. And then you <laughs> sent me the link. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to get credit for knowing <laughs> what she would want. So, yes, I love it when it's something I really want. So last year, my mother-in-law gave me an entire new set of silverware, knives and forks and spoons. Mm. Every day when I use those, I experience joy. So yes, if it's something practical I've really needed, but it's sort of the nicer version that I would normally get for myself, it's especially meaningful.
0: Mm, That's really good. Hey, I had not even thought of that sort of hybrid category of (laughs) useful and practical and fits a need, but in it especially wonderful way. I feel like <laughs> yes. that is the holy grail of <laughs> gift-giving for many of us. <laughs> well, hopefully this episode will help as we turn our attention here now and week two uh, to the home and gifts that I won't say, I almost said gifts for the home. I mean, they're not, we're not giving them to our house. We're giving them to one another. (laughs) But home is is the theme. After last week, our discussion of gifts for the family. But first of all, We don't want to forget that we are hoping to add a recipient to everyone's gift list. So Lisa Joe, remind our listeners who um, we want them to add to their list this year.
1: So the special guardian angel of the podcast, her name is Emily. She's a good friend of ours and she lives in Tennessee. And she works with an organization called Tennessee Kids Belong. And it works with kids, especially who are in foster care. One of the things we love that Emily does with Her job is that they actually record, they do video interviews with kids who are in foster care and ask them to share their stories, where they're from, what sports they love, you know, tell us a bit about your siblings. There's a link in our show notes. You can go watch some of those videos. They're incredibly meaningful, special, beautiful. These are kids who are looking to be placed in homes forever to find families. And my own family has been in foster care for years. I have four adopted siblings. Uh, We are huge champions of kids, obviously being with their biological parents. But if that isn't possible, then Trusting that God places children with the families that He has in mind for them. So, Tennessee Kids Belong has a wish list that is for all these things for family, for home, for treating the kids. It's a super fun list. Click through in the show notes, pick something, get your kids in on this. Come and pick things that your kids would love and send them over to the kids with the Tennessee Kids Belong program. This is part of our series. We are not sponsored in any way. This is just really our delight, our joy to play secret santa in this way especially since this is the episode where we're talking about home you know this is the show Mm -hmm. where we say grow a daily life that matters and so this week we are reminding you gift a daily life that matters and this is one of the ways you can do it so yeah go ahead don't wait now stop if you're driving you know wait till you've pulled over but click through tennessee kids belong check out their wish list it's a really good one
0: Hmm. you know that phrase lisa joe like shop your house have you heard Mm -hmm. that before yes Right. So when you, you know, are feeling a need or you just want to refresh instead of heading to the mall or the online shopping, shop your house, look around, you know, <laughs> move, pull things out of the closet, you know, try a refresh. But I feel like we did a version of that in trying to put these lists together for our listeners in which I didn't go online. I didn't open up a catalog um, to try to find things to recommend. I didn't, you know, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really go shopping, but I literally walked around and sort of shopped my house and thought, "What is always out? What do I use all the time? <laughs> yes. What do I keep buying? What yep. do I not want to give up?" <laughs> and I know it's going to be different for everybody, but that's kind of what makes this conversation so fun. I'm really curious to to hear, um, you know, to hear what you saw when you went around shopping your house. Um, okay, so I think I'll get us started, Lisa Joe, but. I, I'm I'm actually sitting here right now reordering my list because the one I had, number one, it's so special. I love it so much. It's very personal. I'm going to move that at the end. I'm going to make our listeners wait for that <laughs> I one. I will it. just give a little hint. And I'll say, even this weekend, I had um, some guests in my home and one of them walked in and said, what is that? So that, that, that mm-hmm. is what I will tell you about at the end. But for my first one, let me tell you what sits on my kitchen stove top all the time. It never gets put away. Partially because it's so heavy. <laughs> so it's it's not easy to put away. That is one reason. But also we leave it out because we pretty much use it every single day, and quite often we use it twice a day. And that is our cast iron skillet uh lodge brand cast iron
1: skillet do you do you cook with cast iron ever do you even know what i'm talking about we have one too this is one of those perfect examples of one year i told my mother-in-law i would like a cast iron skillet i wanted a practical gift and she got it for me and then it has this really pretty turquoise silicone handle like cover that you push on so if the handle gets hot you can hold and ours lives on our stove too That's really nice. because So I didn't even know
0: about these silicone handles. We might have to add that. There you go. Add a little link to that because, yes, the handles can get hot. So um, the reason I'm starting with this skillet is, well, a couple reasons. First of all, seriously, I use it every single day. Number two, as far as cookware goes, I mean, cookware is so important for our daily, ordinary lives. But a lot of it can be really expensive. So the cast iron skillet um, is... It's like that really special thing that is super excellent for cooking and super affordable. So I'm sure there's quite a few brands. Lodge is the one I'm going to link to just because it's like a classic American cast iron brand. And it's the one I happen to have, but I'm sure I'm guessing cast iron is cast iron. I don't actually know. don't, I don't me know to do that, either. But. Yeah, but Lodge does sell these pre-seasoned skillets. And I know the whole thing with cast iron. If you know anything about it, some people can get nervous because you're supposed to season it before you use it. But you can just skip that, buy it pre-seasoned. Although, to be honest, if you ended up with one that wasn't seasoned or you weren't sure, just Google how to season cast iron. And I promise you, it's it's so easy. It's so easy. Um, But yeah, just buy a pre-seasoned skillet. And then um, the more you cook on it especially if you cook some fattier things, the more seasoned it gets. And then it becomes almost like a nonstick skillet as it just gets that really good seasoned bottom. But without any worries about, you know, health or... um, You know, just it's they can last for like a hundred years. I feel like people are probably using antique cast iron skillets because as long as they're maintained, they can last forever without peeling or you know chipping or doing anything that makes us wonder what's going in our food. So we use ours pretty much every morning for breakfast, um, maybe for eggs or sausages, chicken sausages, whatever. Um, we use it then again at night. If it's a meat dinner, you know, maybe we're browning meat. We use it for all kinds of things. The only thing I really wouldn't use it for is something very acidic, like a tomato sauce type dish. Maybe I wouldn't use it, but I don't know if it's really well seasoned. It might work great for that. And then the other thing is, I feel like people get a little nervous about the cleaning. Is it complicated to clean? It's, It's not. Um, One tip is I have these little um, plastic squares that are called pot scrapers. (laughs) You don't have to have this, but it makes really quick work of just holding that cast iron skillet under some hot water, scraping off any bits of food. And, um, And the folklore is that you're not supposed to use soap on cast iron, but Actually, that is kind of leftover advice from the days when our soap was really caustic and really strong and might have stripped or damaged that that seasoned coating. Um, So I actually use a little bit of regular dish soap um, just because it makes me feel better and it doesn't do, you know, no problems. So as long as you don't put it in the dishwasher or leave water soaking in it, you'll be fine. And I promise you, it just gets better and better as you use it. And to have something so useful, so practical, so inexpensive. I mean, it's just a win-win for me. But just um, maybe do like I do and just keep it on the stovetop because then you minimize risk of ever dropping it on your toes, which would... Really be bad.
1: (laughs) No, I'm always worried about dropping it like on the tiles in my kitchen or dropping, like putting it down too heavily on my stove and cracking the stove. But I mean, take it from someone like me who is not, I don't think, a very good cook who breaks all the rules when it comes to kitchen tools. I have washed my cast iron with soap. I have let water soak in it. I've really done all of the things and I just don't care because the beauty of it is once it's washed out, sometimes there'll definitely be that That residue that looks a bit like rust that's in it. And so, what I do Mm -hmm. then is I just put in some olive oil and some salt, actually, and with like a paper towel or something, I rub that in. I had done some research and it just cleans it out and scours it. And then I put a little more olive oil and it's fine. So, pretty much you can abuse them as much as you want and they seem to work just fine. I went and pulled a link. To some silicone handle covers. We'll put that in the show notes too. So you can see that has helped me a lot when I'm using mine. Um, I could only find like red and black, it seems like to me. Mine is a lovely turquoise blue because my mother-in-law knows me very well. But I'm sure they're out there at all kinds of stores. But it's funny, Christy, that we are both starting with food. I think it's because Mm. we both have teenagers these days who are always eating. And maybe subconsciously we can't help ourselves. So my gift is in that category too. I was recently on Instagram. Uh, I have a friend. Her name is Becky Keefe. She has four sons. No, I'm sorry, Becky. She has three sons. She would not like me to add an extra one to the mix right now. She has three (laughs) sons. And she was posting about how painful second dinner is. And I laughed because I thought, yes, second dinner is a thing when you have boys, especially if they do any kind of extracurricular. So like they'll eat dinner, do an extracurricular and then come back and then they want to eat again. And she was bewailing having to cook so many times to which I said, what are you doing? They're teenage sons. They need to cook it themselves. That is the deal at our house. I cook dinner once. Anything else is on you, man. And she replied, what do you what do you do? Like, how are what are they cooking? Well here's the thing that has changed forever our teenage son game last year right around this time like november when it was around the black friday sales and this is not sponsored we're not getting anything for sharing this with you but it has really changed our family dynamic some of those big kitchen items go on sale and so my husband is really good at paying attention to that stuff and he came and said to me i think we need to get this We did, and there's no going back. So this is, I know there are many different brands. This is just the one we happen to have. So do your own comparison shopping, but it's called the Ninja Smokeless Grill. It's the extra large size. It can sit right on your countertop, and it is amazing, okay? It is a six-in-one. So it can do grilling, air-frying, roasting, baking, dehydrating, and broiling, all of those things. We primarily use it for grilling. We've definitely done air frying with it where we've made potato chips and things like that. But here's a great example. Just last night, my husband cooked salmon in the thing. And I said to him, how is that even possible? We bought one of those (laughs) huge salmon fillets from Costco. He just seasoned it with olive oil, salt, and pepper. And the beauty of the Ninja is that it has specific food settings. So you click the salmon setting. It has a little tiny temperature thermometer that you push into the fish, the grill closes and it does it all by itself. It does the exact right amount of time for the fish to be perfect. It was amazing. The reason this has changed our lives is that our sons now, when they come home, at eight or nine after playing sport and they're starving again, or let's face it, they wake up at like two on a Saturday afternoon when I don't feel like cooking for them, they can wander through and make themselves something. It's so simple. So all I do is keep stocked in the fridge, like chicken tenders, hamburger meat, you know, maybe some thin minute steaks is what we call them, like thin little steaks. And our boys will literally come in, grab that stuff and just heat up the Ninja and put it on. It's so easy. They do it themselves. And um, it's super fast. There's no smoke. You're not having to go outside in winter and deal with your grill. Our grill, like the last time we used it, like burnt off Micah's uh, burgeoning mustache because it like was oh, no. a fireball because he <laughs> let the gas run too long. Oh, no. Anyway, the Ninja has been a game changer for us. I cannot believe how much we use it. I was worried we'd get it and it would just sit there and we'd never use it. But if you have older kids or even yourself, like you want to be able to grill or quickly make some steak without having to do, you know, the oven and the frying pan and all of that, the Ninja has really changed our lives. It's And it we have very little counter space in our kitchen. It's a galley style kitchen. So counter space is at a premium. That's one of the reasons I was worried and I told Peter, oh, I don't know. Now we have this on our counter, but we use it every day. So having it there is so helpful. And then I, the inside parts of it are really easy to clean. I was worried about that too, but you just pop out the little grill and it fits right into our dishwasher and we just run oh, it through nice. the dishwasher. So, I mean, it. It really has been a game changer with our sons who eat so much food. And, and now they are responsible for cooking most of it themselves. And if I'm out running errands or I'm driving one kid, I will literally phone home and tell whatever son is there, hey, grab the chicken or grab the steak or grab the salmon or whatever it is I want to grill that night and tell them to get it started. And they can. And it it is. there's no going back, Christy. There's no going back.
0: Well, that does sound great. And yes, I have... Um A teenage son of my own and one who will become a teenager this year. So I'm definitely feeling that as well. Although I do, I kind of wish that the next item we could share with our listeners would be the magic product that gets all of your kids to eat their vegetables. Oh, yes. But I don't, yeah, don't got it. (laughs) I don't know what that is. (laughs) So sorry, that's not what I'm going to tell you about. But I do have something else. (laughs) Nothing, this would not be at all appropriate for your teenage Sun. So we are definitely switching gears here. <laughs> but one of my favorite things to give this time of year, and something that I buy for myself every single year, and um, that is amaryllis bulbs. Oh, so if yes. you know the amaryllis flower, Um, In colder climates, like where I live, we can't grow them outdoors, but you can buy these bulbs all over the place. I'll tell you about um, where I'm going to link in particular, but you can buy these bulbs. They look like big, like softball-sized, rooty onions, (laughs) essentially, (laughs) but you can pot them up, you can buy them potted, or you can just stick them um, in some water. They will they will grow in flower just with water. And um, about eight to 10 weeks after you get them in some light and some water, they will throw out these big, beautiful amaryllis flowers. And they're often um, given around Christmas time or they're potted up in November to be a Christmas decoration. I honestly rarely get them going in time, but then that's, better because once we put away all the holiday decorations and all the festive stuff in the house, um, you know, January, February can be a little bit blah, but there's nothing better in those cold, dark months than having some glorious amaryllis on the windowsill or, um, you know, on a table. And um, because they're so easy, I think it's a great way to gift someone flowers and gift someone gardening who may like not be into that at all or may feel like they can't handle a house plant. Um, But an amaryllis is is super easy. And you can take care of them and keep them going year to year. They don't have to be a disposable thing, but that's like level two gardening. And, you know, we don't (laughs) need to worry about that today. (laughs) But yeah, amaryllis bulbs. So I actually have a couple that I ordered for myself right now. I'm going to pop them up probably this weekend um, and get them going, but they make a great gift as well. Um, and so I'm going to link to White Flower Farm, which is um, a plant nursery in the, the East Coast, I think Connecticut, and um, they offer lots of great bulbs and perennials, but this time of year, their catalog has a lot of gift items, including amaryllis bulbs. And um, and I will say for those of you in, in warmer parts of the country, I was shocked When we moved to Florida and um, our first house there, at one point um, in one of the foundation beds on kind of a shadier side of our house... This flower started blooming and I told my husband, that looks like an amaryllis. (laughs) I had no idea. They actually just grew in the ground. I'd I'd never (laughs) seen that. But in warmer places, they just grow in the ground. But for the rest of us, we can just buy the bulbs and gift them and enjoy them for ourselves. And um, one of my favorite things to have in the home during
1: winter. And I will say we did a whole episode about this last year. So we'll link it in the show notes. Last year, we did this really fun thing where we had four episodes counting down to Christmas and we called them our Advent Calendar episodes. And so Advent Calendar part Mm -hmm. four was called Grow. And I remember Christy saying this is a story about an inside garden and she talked about her amaryllis bulbs. And then I noticed them when I went to Costco so you can uh, order them good. online, but you could, if you were in Costco like me and you wanted to impulse buy an amaryllis bulb that's ready to just bring home and put on your countertop, you could do that too. So I remember that very well from last year.
0: Mm-hmm. I have also seen, I think maybe just in the past two years or so, um, and I have not really done a comparison test, but um, I did do one and it seemed to work just fine. They have these, I think I found this at Trader Joe's actually, a wax dipped or wax covered amaryllis bulb so if you think it's crazy that the flower can grow just in water well try letting it bloom in nothing because the bulb has been dipped in this wax coating like a it's got a pretty color might be silver green or you know maybe christmas colors so it's like a heavy wax coating and it's sort of i think what it's probably doing is sealing moisture into that bulb so it doesn't dry out and then the bulb itself is really what's feeding the flower. So like if you grow a tulip or a daffodil, its energy is all stored in that bulb. So that's why it doesn't actually need soil or water. It just needs light. So these wax am- waxed amaryllis bulbs, I think are even easier. Now you couldn't like, you'd have to get rid of it after it flowers. I don't think you, could, you can't keep it going because um, it's been waxed. But, <laughs>
1: but for gifts, it ma- that made a really fun gift. So I enjoyed trying that last year. That's wild. Yeah, another way. I love it. All right. Another thing that is definitely the center of our home. I mean, the heart of our home. I feel like the heart of Christy's home is flowers. Um, But this is the heart of ours. Maybe, Christy, if you had to pick a color that was the heart of our home,
0: (laughs) what would Uh it be? Well, it would definitely be the blue-green, like turquoise. There you go. Blues and greens, but
1: especially turquoise. Yeah. That is the heart of our home. Peter's always like, oh, what a surprise. What the thing you got was turquoise again. And... (laughs) It was funny because my son bought something the other day and it was that color. And I thought, oh, wow, I have indoctrinated him. He now thinks in turquoise. Um, But one of the things that has become the heart of our home that is turquoise colored is because we have a schedule that feels a little more active than is easily to Easy to track. Um, That was one of the beauties of the COVID year where we couldn't go anywhere. Um, But now, as we've eased back out again, and my sons are involved in a lot of sports and my daughter has things happening, we've tried to track that like on Google Calendar or on, you know, paper notes or shared apps between our phones. The thing that has worked the best for us is just an old fashioned large family wall calendar. Now, it's not a calendar that's made of pages that you can flip, which would work just fine, but it is a giant chalkboard, and it is framed in wood that is painted this beautiful turquoise color that I love, and it's from Etsy. I just one year was doing a search. I actually went back into my Etsy history. It was in 2016 that I bought this, so we've had it for five years, and Every single Sunday night, Peter does the family calendar. He wipes down the board and writes down all the days, all the kids, all the different sports. And so our kids know now if they have a question about where are we going or what's the plan, we just point to the calendar and say, there it is. Mm. That's the plan. And I know there are many kinds of apps you can get these days to schedule your families, but for some reason, this calendar has worked the best for us. It's really big. So it's 36 by 48. Um, the frame is made from reclaimed wood. It's a small Etsy company called 10 Penny House. I love them. They were, they did such an amazing job. We'll link it below. Zach and Courtney. <laughs> Are the name of the owners of the company not affiliated? I paid cash money for it. I would buy it again, you know, but something like that. And I know you can also buy like from Target or from wherever, you know, giant calendars that actually have the days and the squares. I know some people like that. We've really enjoyed just this big open blank chalkboard. Because then like for Thanksgiving, for example, Zoe loves to write a big welcome message and to draw on it with chalk. And it serves all kinds of different purposes. But it is absolutely the the heart of our home. And it's really beautiful. I love it. It's right at the front door. You can see it from the kitchen, you can see it from the dining room, you can see it from the sofa area. Um, But it's been a game changer for us. And It's funny, just looking back, I didn't realize how long we've had it. And I cannot imagine organizing our family without it.
0: Mm-hmm. And did you check if we link to that Etsy seller? They're still out there?
1: They're still making yeah, these? they're still there. Oh, they're good. still there. So I'll have the link below. And there are you know, all kinds of shapes, sizes, colors, styles that you can choose from. Um, and I'll put down the size that we did. Um, and yeah, 10 Penny House. If you buy one from there, you'll have to tell them Lisa Jo sent you. and <laughs> Let them know yeah. we talked about it on the podcast because they don't even know. But they are one of my favorite pieces in my house. And I'll say this too. One of the things I learned from Nestor and my favorite favorite design home whisperer, aside from Christy, is she is always saying it is worth investing some money in bigger statement pieces in your home. And um, over the years, I've often tried little small things, but this chalkboard is really huge on our wall, but it, it adds that oomph. It, you know, Even though it's practical and it serves our home and our family, it also is a statement piece on a big wall. And I love it. I really love it.
0: And I mean, that's something no app on your phone could ever do, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can't beautify my house. Yes, and be, right. right.
0: <laughs> I also, I mean, just thinking about calendars and all of that, I actually, so I do use a phone app calendar. You know, syncs up with my husband's calendar sure. and so and we on. Have but, that too, yeah. But I have to buy like a planner or a desk calendar every year because I just have to see it like mm-hmm. on paper I have mm-hmm. to be able to write things down and make a note and and yeah I could do that on my phone but I, I just I don't know I, I still need the paper ones and um, I've been thinking lately as well this is a bit of a tangent but about getting uh, growing up we always would have a wall calendar I mean right. before phone you know smartphones and all that and it was like choosing that year's wall calendar was really fun and special because it was like gonna be the theme for the whole year you know <laughs> So I've been thinking lately, like, oh, I might want to do that again. I don't know. So I haven't yet, but I might. It's like, I don't know. Some some things we give up in the name of progress, and then you realize, oh, I missed that. That was actually <laughs> that was actually better. Um, okay, so what am I gonna share next? I think I'm not quite to the um the special one I was hinting at. I'll share that next, but um before that. So this is next to last. It's kind of a companion piece with the Lodge cast iron skillet. (laughs) So essentially we have two pieces that we use almost daily in our kitchen for cooking. So first would be the cast iron skillet, which is super affordable. I feel like every kitchen should have one. Um, And the second one is not affordable they're oh, okay. very expensive but the reason i'm recommending it is first of all they would make an amazing gift if you just have a really special gift that you want to give um, but also i wanted to mention it because because the price tag is high i feel like it's important to hear from someone who uses it that it is worth the price right so I don't know. I'm just one of those people I get really fed up with products or clothing or things that I bring into my daily life, right? We're talking about cultivating, you know, but now gifting a daily life that matters. One thing I don't want in my daily life are products that just wear out quickly that I have to keep buying and because in my mental space I imagine like a personal landfill that I am filling. (laughs) I don't like it. I I want to know that I could like spend a little bit more, but over time, it's actually going to save me money because I'm not going to have to buy this over and over. So that piece for me is a real um, high quality enameled cast iron Dutch oven, like the brand Le Creuset, that French brand. And as soon as I said that, I thought of, um, you know, we have a dear friend and listener in France. And I thought, oh no, she's going to hear me say this <laughs> French name and I'm just butchering it. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Lisa yes. We love her. <laughs> but Le Creuset, this this French brand of enameled cast iron cookware. So I, I should look it up. I mean, we'll 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 link to we'll link to it. There's many places where you can buy it, but I feel like a Dutch oven is several hundred dollars, especially if you need a big one for a big family. Mm-hmm. Um it's at least two hundred dollars, it might be three hundred dollars. And of course we have listeners around the world, so I don't even know in different countries what the price point might be. So whether or not you choose that brand, I'm just here to tell you that a a well-made enameled cast iron dutch oven so what it is is it's very heavy it cooks really well because it's cast iron but it has been given an enamel coating that makes it more like a non-stick piece so it's super easy to clean but it just it's for soups and stews and roasting things and braising things and um, especially in the colder months so maybe in summer I don't use it every day but this time of year oh my goodness every day. Um, and so it's another piece that actually right now is just sitting on the stovetop because we, we'll use it several times a week. We'll use it. I never make chili or soup or anything in a big pot, except I put it in there. And so the fact that it was so expensive, but we get so much use out of it and it cooks so well. And I have to tell you, so mine was actually a gift to me from my mother-in-law, my dear mother-in-law. Um, so that's what I mean. Like this is a special gift item. She knew that I wanted one. Uh, she gifted it to me and I was so pleased with it. And I remember the first time I used it and then John and I were in the kitchen cleaning up and I started to clean it. So, you know, when you're raising something or you've, um, you know, you've, You've cooked a stew and so you've cooked the veggies first. And and right. part of that process is they get all stuck and and browned on the bottom. Like that's where good flavor comes from. But then cleaning that up later right. can be so difficult. So the first time I cleaned it, I was like, Jonathan, this is why it costs so much. <laughs> because it just it just wiped off. It just cleaned so easily. And even though I have now had mine easily for a decade. It doesn't look brand new, but it's still, it looks pretty close to brand new. It's the kind of thing that if you don't drop it <laughs> and chip it, if you don't, you know, do something really crazy to it, you could have it forever. You could hand it down to your kids one day. I mean, it's not going anywhere. So a little different, I think, for our list here because it is a higher ticket item. But I feel like um, if you're interested in, pieces that will help you in your kitchen. If you love to cook or you love to serve others in the kitchen, I just wanted to come and say, hey, this one actually is worth it. It's going to look like a lot up front, but it is actually really worth it and would make an amazing gift for, for
1: someone. So I can attest. And plus, they come in really fun colors. I know. That's the unicorn gift once again. That's practical and beautiful. And I have one, too. And guess who it's from? My mother-in-law. That's exactly the same story I have. And I actually think part of the fun of family gifts is if you do have parents or parents-in-law who once a year want to, you know, give you often what's happened is a family gift they give us you know so it's not like they're giving me and Pete each something and um, but this was one of those things they gave us one year and I don't mine isn't even a Le Creuset I I can't say it sorry Sophie Um, mine (laughs) but there are many brands that can bring the price point down a little bit but are still it's still the same it's cast iron Dutch it's got the enameled interior interior Mine's, of course, teal. It's it's beautiful. It's always on my stovetop. It is the one I'm the most worried about cracking my stove or my tile or something with. But you're right. I use it. We use it for everything, and it's so pretty to just have out all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, but from that to like complete opposite, here's a gift that is very tiny and very cheap, and yet in the same way has been a life changer for me. Now, I don't even know if I'm going to qualify these as gifts per se. The reason I'm going to tell them to you, I'm going to do a two-for-one here, because they actually, I think, help make your life easier during the holiday season. So I'm always looking for that, for shortcuts in my ordinary life where things that are routine, uh, especially movements that you do over and over again that are annoying. So for example having to stoop and pick up towels or dry them. That drives me crazy. So you want to go back and listen, if you didn't yet, to last week's episode where I shared about family gifts and one of mine has to do with towels. So the other thing that makes me crazy during Christmas season is I do not enjoy having to every night make sure I unplug the Christmas lights. Now, you might have a fancy tree and fancy lights where they're on a timer. That's great. That would be one of the ways to solve that problem. But I have found... This is so practical, and you probably might already have it, but if you don't, I'm about to change your life. but you <laughs> can get these special remote control electrical outlet plugs so it essentially it looks like a plug you plug in to your outlet and then you plug whatever you want into that. so we plug all of our Christmas lights into it if we have the Christmas village, we plug those in because if you think about if you think about Christmas, then usually what's happening is that you've got Lots and lots of things plugged in and they're in awkward positions tucked away behind trees or, you know, Mm -hmm. behind presents or behind decorations. (laughs) And so I have had in the past experiences of crawling under the tree or sending a child under (laughs) like pull those things out of the wall. But you can buy these packs. You can get them anywhere. I'll link to Amazon, but you can get them literally at any store and it's a remote control. So it's connected to the plug that you've put into your outlet. And now if you plug your tree into it or your Christmas village or whatever, your star on top of the tree, whatever it is, you now have a little remote control and you just click the button wherever you are in the room and it turns off that outlet. So immediately the lights go out. And when I discovered that like three years ago, I almost cried. I thought, I, I couldn't believe it had taken me that long to know about these things. <laughs> They're a game changer. Do you use this, Christy? You're nodding as if this is not a surprise to you.
0: No, no. Actually, it's just recently come to my attention because we have an, um, a kind of newly organized outdoor space where John oh, can grill right. yeah. with a new pergola kind of covering it with a bit of rain cover. And we recently hung uh, little patio lights, um, right. you know, like on a string, string lights. Right. Uh, to light that area and it plugs into an outdoor outlet. And the nice thing, problematic thing is that usually when we finish grilling and we go eat, we don't think to unplug the lights then, but we don't want to leave the lights on all night because they're pretty bright for the neighbors and so on, and so a couple times it's been late in the evening, and John has said, "Oh, I need to go out and unplug those lights," and then he told me, "I'm going to get one of those things so I could just point a remote out yes. the window." Yes, and I said, "Oh, what?" <laughs> it's <laughs> I had so no magical. Idea
1: it's so magical. Yeah. So we're, we're going to do it. We're going to try. It kind of reminds me of Harry Potter where Dumbledore has that yes, thing where he, <laughs> yes, where he can just suck yeah. the light out. Yeah. I, every time I use it, it brings me joy. And it's funny how very practical things like that just fill me with joy because I've solved a problem then that I repeat multiple times a day and it is right, so right. satisfying. So <laughs> on that note, Here's my second one that is like a gift to yourself because it makes your life a little easier, but it's related to the Christmas season. We got a puppy last year for Christmas, and we love her. She's one years old now, and we especially love her when she comes back from the groomer, and she smells so delightful. But she loves to play outside and take long walks, and she doesn't smell great. And it really bothers me. It really bothers me. It does not bother my kids. They have no problem with it. They think she smells lovely. She's a dog, Mom. That's how dogs smell. And I said, no, I need this dog to smell like lavender, like I cannot handle (laughs) how she smells. And I just assumed I had to live with it or we had to bath her more ourselves. That leads to problems because then the bath is disgusting after the kids have bathed this dog. And it's not good for dogs to be bathed that regularly. It's not good for their skin. Friends, I'm here to tell you that I did my research. And I have discovered a product called the Pet Odor Eliminator Spray for Dogs with lavender essential oil. And it will change your life. I I have it in front of me on Amazon right now. It has 7,000 ratings, over Mm. 7,000, okay? (laughs) Four and a half out of five stars. People are almost crying in the comments over their testimonials (laughs) from this product, okay? How it eliminates (laughs) smell. It has helped dogs, you know, pets that have got skin issues. It's so easy to use. I mean, you know what I when I started researching this, I thought to myself, what I need is Febreze for pets. That is what I'm looking <laughs> for. And that wow. is what this is. You just spray it on, and then we just use her little dog comb or brush and brush it through. It doesn't bother her. And it has it has literally eliminated the odor of wet dog and you know the smell from fall and leaves and all the stuff. And she just smells lovely. She smells lovely when you first use it. And then I, like within 24 hours or so, she doesn't still smell of lavender, but she doesn't smell like she doesn't have a dog smell. It has eliminated the odor. It is a game Changer. I have never been so happy to spend $8 in my life, okay? That's how cheap the thing was. It's so fantastic. Uh,
0: well, I am definitely going to follow your link, Lisa Joe,
1: <laughs> and I will put that in
0: Coco's Christmas stocking. Yes. Because, yes, Coco has a Christmas stocking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course she does, just like Zoe has an advent calendar for our dog. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so great. And actually, that's a sort of a segue to my final (laughs) much-hyped item. (laughs) So, this, too, is about scent. And um, I live in a place that has come up before on the podcast that does not always (laughs) smell so nice. (laughs) So, here in the mushroom capital of the world, um, there are many compost making facilities they are making stinky compost out of manure Mm -hmm. because dear friends I might ruin your appetite for mushrooms forever but that is what mushrooms grow in they grow in this really rich (laughs) stinky manure (laughs) compost stuff Um, and it's great for gardens after the mushrooms grow I love it I use it on my garden but the whole process of making that is really smelly and so quite often in our area, it just smells so bad. And sometimes at night, it often it comes in the middle of the night, the stink, and it gets in the house. And then I'll wake up in the morning, and think, oh my gosh, the whole house smells. And I'll go outside and it's fine. The breeze has already like blown the smell off, but it's all trapped in my house. So I, I don't want... <laughs> scent memories of home for my family or my (laughs) guests to be this horrible
1: smell
0: (laughs) so I have tried so many things and I'm always looking for um I think too like I so I sometimes use essential oils or different scented candles but I, I was often looking for like a smell that I could really love and I and something that I could say like yes if if people just associated this smell with my home I I would be happy about that. And so, I found my candle, my candle scent. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Do you it, tell. It comes from Illume Candles, so that is the maker, that is the brand. Huh. I L L U M E Illume Candles. Okay. And the scent that I love and, and burn all winter, or they have not only candles, they have those like diffusers with oils. Right. So you could do that. Um, the scent I love is wood fire. Ooh, it's called wood fire. Like so it's that. perfect for colder weather. But the reason I love it, um, I think it's a great smell, but it isn't a sweet smell. It isn't, when I smell it, I don't think it's a smell where you walk in and think, oh, scented candle. <laughs> right. And quite often scented candles smell like scented candle. And I like it. You know, I like things that smell good or smell sweet like apple cider or pumpkin. I mean, give me a good sure. pumpkin candle any day. Absolutely. But I don't want that to necessarily be the scent for my home all the time. But wood fire is a little more um just complex and smoky, you know, (laughs) has a bit of a smoky smell. And um, I know that I love it, which is most important, but I cannot tell you how many times someone has walked into the house and said, oh, what is that? What is that smell? So they don't immediately know like, scented candle it doesn't immediately trigger scented candle thoughts to you and so they've asked why oh why does it smell so good in here and then i have pointed out the alum <laughs> candle <laughs> in wood fire scent so again maybe it's not everybody's scent but alum has so many scents that they offer and i have tried a few of the others they have like a fraser fir one that's so great at christmas time maybe especially if you don't have a real tree in your home but you want a kind of real Christmas tree smell. Um, I've tried quite a, a few other scents before I realized, no, it's just wood fire. I'm just going with wood fire, but all the, the scents are excellent. I think because, so the candles are a little more expensive and I think it's because they have a lot of oil in them. So for instance, when I touch the top of one of my candles, it feels oily. And I think that's why the candles have such an intense fragrance and why it lasts. And um, it's, it's, To me, it's more like perfume for the house. So it is, um, you know. I kind of like I budget for it. I I think about how many candles I might need for guests this year because I don't burn them every day. But you know, for having people Mm -hmm. over, or um, or I just want a cozy. Saturday for the family, I'll burn it. Um, and so, you know, I like I like plan for it and I budget for it knowing that I don't want my house to stink like
1: <laughs> mushroom compost. <laughs> I love that you call it perfume for the house. That's yeah. great because my husband is really into colognes. Uh, this is a bonus. It's not my actual last one. And last year I gave him a subscription to a scent. Um, there are many of these. I think we used Scentbird, but a subscription where every month he could choose a different Little mini cologne that came. But Fun. I'm going to look Ooh. this up because he loves scents. And it's funny you mentioned, what did you say? Does wood fire, is that the smell? Wood fire. Uh-huh. Wood fire. Uh-huh. One of our favorite scents that we discovered recently, um, actually in like a home, like a specialty store, like a spray that you can have like a scented spray in your home. But we now always look for candles like that is, you know, vanilla can be too sweet when it's just by itself but there's one called vanilla and tobacco or oh, yeah. vanilla and yeah. wood fire and there's something yes. about combining those sweet and sort of a smoky smell that is so good so i feel like i'm going to be ordering that off of your list for peter yeah
0: it's it's a good one and they sell some little mini candles that are much more affordable. So you can try out the scents. Oh, um, like at this point, I just invest in like one big candle that will last me like all winter. But yeah, you can try out little smaller versions so as you, well. So that actually, I yeah. so was
1: curious about how long they last. So one candle will last you all winter.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I, I'll i get like, I'll buy their biggest one, which is maybe a two or three wick kind of little bowl. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, they, they last a long time. And I think yeah, I just think it's high quality and so with that good oil, mm-hmm. um, they're they're long lasting. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't get these aren't like tapers. These are like votives or like a bowl. Right. Um and it, it's right. really about the
1: scent. Like a tabletop yeah. candle, yeah. 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 I yeah. like it. All right. So my last one, sort of on the topic of mushroom farms, <laughs> it made me think oh, that no. it does have a transition. <laughs> <laughs> So this is something that we bought. I went and looked it up on Amazon to see how long ago we purchased it. So we bought this in November of 2016. So clearly I was in the same place thinking ahead to what we would purchase for our family. And... um It's funny because we actually bought this from our son, Micah. His birthday is also right after Christmas. So I can't remember if this was like a combo birthday Christmas present together, but it's so him. And it's funny because as I am talking about him, I just got a text message from him (laughs) based on last week. If you listened, we did a whole episode that was gifts for family and one of the things I talked about on there, you'll have to go check it out, is this app that Micah is using because he just texted me to let me know that my phone battery is at 7% and I need to plug oh. it in because he got a notification. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested, go listen to last week's episode. It's so funny. Um, He's so sweet. <laughs> so funny. So we, we purchased this for him. So Micah is really our outdoorsman. He loves to be outside. He loves to work in the yard. Um, we wanted something for him that wasn't just a toy, but that would last. So five years later, it's still with us, still going strong, and it has been through a lot. So this is a heavy-duty, I guess you would call it a yard cart. It's by Gorilla, is the company, Gorilla Carts. It looks like a giant wheelbarrow, sort of, except it's got these four huge pneumatic tires, and it's got a handle that has a 360-degree rotation. It has a, a lever you can pull, it, it'll dump out. It can hold, it has 600-pound capacity, so it can carry very heavy loads and we have used this daily for five years now and every day i think how will that thing survive whatever micah is pulling he's loaded logs and tree trunks we've carried like if i've needed to move an air conditioning unit or a whole bunch of teenagers will get in it and pull themselves around it has it lives outside we never have it in a garage or anything it's through all of the weather and this thing is a beast and we love it. It's so practical. So if you, you know, even if you have a small yard, it's the kind of thing, if you're outside a lot, if you rake leaves, if you're hauling mulch, if you are, you know, taking loads of wood somewhere, if you're bringing in firewood, whatever it is, um, I would do this over a wheelbarrow every day of the week because it's so easy to pull and because of the, I guess the wheel system is even very heavy loads are very, very light. We've balanced giant carpets that are really old that we want to take down to the trash in it. <laughs> the thing is amazing. <laughs> so to this day, it's one of Micah's favorite gifts of all time. So it's the full title is the Poly Garden dump cart with steel frame and 10 inch pneumatic tires, <laughs> but we just call it the yard cart and I'll link to it. And I'm sure there are many kinds like it, but it was worth the investment. It has ten, has nearly 11,000 positive reviews. So there you wow. go. <laughs> and well, Micah, I, Micah Baker, he gives it two thumbs up.
0: Oh, well, I'm with Micah. We have one as well. And yeah, they're, they're incredible. I don't know what we would do without it. Ours. So yeah, we use ours for firewood. Also, because we have a riding lawnmower, oh, you yes. can hook them up to the back of a mower. So um, we've used ours like because we have a little bigger property, mm-hmm. now it becomes a cart that you can drive around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made to do that. So, and and you mentioned it's a dump cart. I didn't even know we could do that with ours, really. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You, you do something to the handle, right. like the handle tempor- temporarily moves or comes off and then you can connect it to the mower. But then, yeah, you can dump with it too. So even though it's not a wheelbarrow, it, um, it has a little handle so you can right. dump that whole bucket
1: um, if you're, you know, you need to dump out a load of something. Right. So, yeah, super practical, yeah. super great. And that's again, mm-hmm. I guess proving my point, I really like presents that are things that are super <laughs> useful and I often wonder maybe people would just buy this throughout the course of the year and be like, I need that, I'm getting it. But I tend to be someone who likes to save up those bigger purchases even if they are practical, even if we do use them at our house. I don't know why it feels more special to me then if they are a Christmas gift or a birthday gift and rather than just something I accumulate in the course of the year.
0: Mm -hmm. I just realized, Lisa Joe. I mean, it is a sign of where we are in life and family and, you know, there are no toys on our list. Will anyone in your home be receiving a toy this year?
1: (laughs) I think that depends on their age. So I think toy looks different. So Jackson, for example... I uh, got a drum set last year that was, I could have added to the family list. I just didn't know if families would consider that something that would be a blessing or not. <laughs> right. But, um, I mean, he's, he plays on it every single day. He plays in our church youth band. So, and it's. The thing about it is, it's an electronic set, his is. So he wears headphones, so we don't have to hear every mm. Ooh, beat nice. of every drum. Um, but you're right, toys look different. We do a lot of arts and crafts, Zoe does. And so I know we're only picking three or four items for the home, but I guess toys have definitely changed what that means mm-hmm. as they mm-hmm. get older.
0: And maybe these were my kitchen toys. These are <laughs> <laughs> the toys. <laughs> these are my I home toys. I mean, they're toys. not, they're tools. They're tools but that line between
1: tool and toy becomes blurred I guess <laughs> you go into adulthood yeah. I know I would say this wagon is like Micah's favorite toy ever he, he loves it so much <laughs> Oh,
0: that's great well yeah we like things that last things that that work and I mean isn't that like that's what makes ordinary life good and that's what makes it Run and work and bless us is when the things that are a part of it, like work, don't aren't just drudgery. So we, right. I think we—it's interesting. We've talked a lot about things that can can take something that has maybe become drudgery mm. or is starting to really feel like a hassle and can bring the joy back in. So I—I I don't always love cooking, but I love food. Cooking needs to be done, and so these tools, like your ninja grill. I mean, these things that that help us in the work are are extra special, I think, for for growing and gifting a daily life that matters.
1: So on that note, don't forget to check out the show notes because there are kids from Tennessee Kids Belong who have toys I know for sure on their wish list, and it would be super fun if you would be a secret Santa to them. So click through and uh, feel free to peruse the links Christy and I have shared, but come back because next week... Next week is the Treat Yourself episode. So speaking of grown-up toys, (laughs) come back again next week.